Hello and welcome to Canine Hooper's World, the podcast. A whole new world of fun. Everyone's invited. Hello and welcome to Canine Hooper's World, the podcast, episode four. Today I want to talk about old dogs and new tricks. Three of my dogs are now senior. Tizer is nearly 16, Princess Chica is 10, Munchkin is 9 and Minx is right at the edge at the grand age of 7. So my dogs are the inspiration for this episode. As our dogs get older they may start to slow up. Physically they may be starting to show the symptoms of joint pain, arthritis, they may be less willing to exercise. Mentally though they might be bright as a button but unfortunately their body is not as shiny new. And it's important to keep them active as this can also help with keeping them healthy. If like me you've ever decided that getting fitter is a really good idea and signed up to a gym or bought yourself some exercise equipment and done three four days in a row because you're getting fit and then you wake up and you're aching all over and you feel like you've been hit by something really large and solid like a car or a train or a bus or all three then you'll understand why suddenly trying to get an older dog to do more exercise might not work or be beneficial to them. This is where hoopers can help because all of the equipment we use in hoopers is low impact. It's hoops, barrels, and if you have them tunnels, none of these require your dog to jump. Now you can slowly introduce all this equipment into your dog's routine. At home, I just practice with hoops and barrels. I have tunnels for training at my field, but at home we don't have the room. So at home, it's just hoops and barrels. And I always make sure that I practice on a non-slip surface. So I'm very small in the fact that my garage has rubber flooring in it. So it's non-slip and also, helps lower any impact but indoors we practice some of the behaviors on either yoga mats or on carpet do not practice hoopers on shiny wooden floors or slippery surfaces as your dog could injure themselves so the hoops encourage the dogs to think about their paws and lift them slightly more than normal Therefore, they're using the muscles slightly more and a little differently. There are lots of types of bodywork or proprioception training that use poles on the floor. And these are known to be highly beneficial to our dogs. So Hooper's hoops are basically fancy poles on the floor. It makes sense that we can help improve our dog's fitness by encouraging them to go through hoops, especially a sequence of them. When the dog starts doing hoopers, they become more and more aware of their movement and where to put their paws. The more they do this, the more coordinated they become as their brain gets more information from the limbs and of the movement that is required and is possible to achieve the exercises. Now we've covered some of the physical benefits of hoopers. How can hoopers help an old dog's mind? When I train my dogs, I like to use targets to guide them and a method called shaping. Shaping means we use a marker like a clicker or a word yes to give the dog information that what they just did was correct. We then reward that behavior 
either with toys or food and that means the dog is more likely to repeat that behavior because dogs do what works so if a behavior is rewarding they will repeat that behavior so as an example of shaping i'm going to talk to you about how to train your dog to go through a hoop so starting with your dog at your side walk towards the hoop with your dog keeping your body close to the hoop to encourage your dog to move through it as your dog starts to walk through the hoop mark that behavior with your click or your yes and then reward them on the other side of the hoop rinse and repeat now that your dog has walked through the hoop a few times and you've rewarded them each time i want you to stand still and wait and see if they go through the hoop on their own if they do mark the behavior as they pass through the hoop and throw the reward slightly in front of them this encourages your forward movement using shaping means that your dog can work out what pays what did i do that got me that reward by marking the behavior you have given your dog information you have given them a metaphorical photo of what they did that was good allowing our dogs to think and problem solve really helps to keep their brain active which is why i like using shaping as a method training in itself will always help your dog's brain be active because training gets their brain working a bit like people doing puzzles crosswords sudokus that sort of thing so setting up a few hoops in different layouts and allowing your dog to work out the path is really great enrichment remember to start super easy once they go through one hoop add a second fairly close to it once they can successfully navigate through two hoops you can add a little more distance but don't spread the hoops out too quickly you want your dog to succeed and get it right and remember that when your dog is successful when they get the behavior right that you reward them for doing so you want them to win now if you're worried about using food in your training and older dogs putting on weight you can always either reduce their breakfast or dinner portion slightly or if at home you can even use their food for training so you're not adding too many calories into their diet especially if they are becoming less active so back to the hoops once your dogs are finding those two hoops super easy you can now add a third hoop start with them in a straight line and you can mess around with the distances remember i said about how it requires the dogs to pick their feet up differently so changing the diff the distance is going to get your dogs to think about where their paws are being placed and use that brain and work out that muscle memory of how to achieve that behavior of going through a series of hoops at different distances you can also start adding a curve but remember to only change things slightly practice each sequence with you on both sides as where you stand can also affect how your dogs move so if you are using a curve you might want to stand on the inside the curve but also the outside of the curve now add a fourth hoop add a bit more distance between the hoops 
stagger them slightly make it slightly trickier so rather than being in a dead straight line have them slightly offset make a bigger curve when you work a curve be sure that your dog goes in both directions you may see that they find turning one way easier than the other and the same goes for barrels see if one way is easier for your dog than the other I often see dogs that have um, done a lot of heel work exercises, possibly obedience, gun dog stuff, where they have been trained to always work on the handler's left-hand side. The dog is continuously walking, looking up to their right. So what happens is the dog's neck muscles are contracting on one side and elongating on the other. So you can end up with the dog being slightly crooked just because of the way they've walked. So making sure that we work the dogs equally on both sides is really important and also very beneficial to working their muscles equally. So with them going round barrels barrels are used to encourage a steady flowing movement and to change direction this also encourages your dog to move differently and to balance as they go around the corners so rather than making any sharp erratic movements we want the dog to be flowing around if you find that one barrel is too difficult to start with, you can always use two or even three barrels together to make that curve a lot bigger and therefore a lot easier on the dog. But the other way of helping your dog if they're finding it difficult is actually to slow down the movement because this encourages more awareness of the movement that is needed. In fact, slower movement may be of more benefit to your dog initially. Remember that the brain gets information about what the body needs to do and what the body can do. So slowing down the movement means that the body needs to actually use the muscles a lot differently than with a faster movement. You can test this out yourself by spinning in a circle really quickly. The momentum helps the movement of that circle. Now, if you try and walk slowly in a small circle, your feet need to, you need to think about where you're putting your feet. You are likely to take more footsteps by walking a circle than spinning on the spot. So which behavior required more steps and concentration, the fast movement or the slow movement? So by slowing our dogs down around the barrels, it actually uses their muscles differently. So messing around with speed is another way of working your dog's physicality differently. The other thing the barrels help encourage is confidence. And we spoke about this in our last episode. And confidence is huge to me when it comes to hoopers. And when your dog passes either past a barrel or around a barrel... There is a moment where you are out of sight. There's no longer that visual connection between you and your dog. Now, for many of us, we've spent a long time teaching our dogs to look at us and watch us and check in and give us that lovely eye contact. So for some dogs, breaking that visual connection can actually be 
quite difficult for them. And for a dog that lacks confidence, this can be a really big ask. But the more repetitions your dog does, the more comfortable that they will feel and the more their confidence will grow. There's a whole unit on barrel exercises in our free Facebook group, Canine Hoopers World. So if you pop over to the Facebook group and you will see a little tab called units, if you click on there, there are a couple of units of exercises you can try at home that are suitable for all dogs, especially the Hoopers is most definitely a fun, low impact activity that's great for exercising older dogs and for giving them mental stimulation. This is why I like to teach Hoopers as a new trick to old dogs. Always check with the vet before starting a new activity if your dog has been diagnosed with any physical conditions. If you are in any way concerned, always check. There are lots of older dogs and semi-retired dogs moving into Hoopers as an activity, but if in doubt, check with your vet first. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and as always, if you have any feedback, any questions or would like to share your Hooper stories, please email us info at caninehoopersworld.com. Goodbye. For more information on Hoopers, where to find classes and Canine Hoopers World instructor courses, find us on Facebook like our page join our free group canine hoopers world you can follow us on instagram and we're also on twitter at canine hoopers check out our website www.caninehoopersworld.com remember canine hoopers world everyone's invited